Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Brothers Echo Radio with your girl, Simone. You already know what it is. Thank you all so much. And before I get started, as always and always, thank you all for spending time with Brothers Echo Radio. The numbers are going up. I know I say that every episode because I mean it, and that's why I say it. So um, thank you all for your support. Um, I want to talk about a couple of things, but before I jump into the main thing, don't forget to download the app. Brothers Echo Radio has an app now. You can go to the Google Play Store if you have the Android, the Apple Store, and type in Brothers Echo Radio. You can just take this take my podcast with you take your girl with you have every episode upcoming events the next one i have that um i have thrilled a player from the 69 boys i have judge vonda coming on and then i have a few other guests so i'm so excited for you all to be a part of this journey with me because we are going up together so yeah um so please download the app and download your girl but I appreciate you all, each and every one of you. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is for the comments on the Brothers Echo Facebook page. For some reason, I can't respond to them, but I see them. And I want to thank each and every one of you for your support. Um, those of you that reach out to me via email, um, to, by way of um, the messenger on Anchor, you know, the comments on the Facebook page. Thank you. I read them and I so appreciate you. So from my lips to your ears. Yo, thank you so much uh, for the support. It means the world to me. You know, today I want to talk about self-worth. And I'm going to, later on in the conversation, I'm going to talk about why I decided to talk about worth, self-worth. But it's so important. Uh, Oftentimes in my other other episodes, I, I pretty much glossed over things. And I may have made comments like, be careful with you, take care of you. But to me, it boils down to self-worth and, and putting that work in too. But let me break down what it means. When we're talking about worth, and this is uh, Webster, worth is the value of something measured by its qualities or by the esteem in which it is held. You have worth in your value, your personal life, your morals, worth we all have something, it could be in our, our, our ethics, our core values, um, our property, our intellectual property. We are familiar with worth. But today I wanna to tie that in with the self piece and the importance of fighting for your self worth. So why am I talking about this? I was talking with a, a friend of mine, a female friend of mine, and in a conversation, it was, it was difficult for me to sit and listen to for because this individual is extremely I mean she's brilliant brilliant mind doing great things in her life however she can't seem to get past and I'm going to be very vague with this one and I'm going to move on she can't get past this guy this guy that is bringing her down this guy that has nothing to offer her but she, she said recently, she said, Simone, I'm just trying to work with him. And I look at her on the outside, when you look at the worth, just the material piece of it. I look at her beautiful home, her beautiful children, um, her position in 
with her agency and all these things. And then I look at this individual, the, the guy that she's just stuck on that has nothing. And this is no shot, no shade. He truly has nothing. And he will tell you he has nothing. Um, I don't think the brother has a bank account. He's just something to look at. And as I listened to her talking and I heard the confusion in her voice, I had to stop her. Cause one thing about me, I only could take nonsense for so long. And I think it, it bothers me. And I'm like, Oh my, like I feel myself getting physically just annoyed, borderline sick. And I had to ask her like, you know, how do you see you? What do you see when you look at yourself in that mirror? What are you seeing? Are you seeing, are you listening to the voices of your past where people told you X, Y, Z, and now you've digested those thoughts to believe those to be true. And that's all that you see. Like, I don't understand what it is that you see. And then another young lady, um, without saying too much, same thing, similar situation, doing well. I mean, she grinds. I mean, her apartment, her house, her education, her school, supporting her family, grind. I mean, if you need anything done, she's the one that you want to go to because if she can't get it. She knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. She's that type of person. However, she met this guy who, you know, <laughs> is nice to look at, but he has nothing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that a person has to have all of, I don't, I don't know the riches, but I think most people, they know what I'm, they pick what I'm putting down. He cannot meet you where you are financially. He cannot meet you where you are emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, none of that. And it's to the point this guy has been stressing her out and demanding things such as her vehicle. Demanding things such as, well, I need some money because if you don't do it, someone else will. And you said you love me and you'll be here for me. And she'll have a good bark at, you know, the comments that this individual ha will make and has made. But there's no follow through and she ultimately gives in. And when I see things like that, it bothers me. Because my mind goes to wh where did we lose it? Where did we lose that, that work, that, that love of, of ourself, right? So one of my things, uh, I love to read psychology today. I love it. It's just one of my things. And I looked at self-worth. And so the way they broke it down was this self-worth is a concept of, um, the concept of self-worth may be a less popular research topic than self-esteem, self-confidence, uh, self, you know, whatever, because self seems to be the main thing you see in, in the magazine covers, you know, self-love and things like that. But self-worth is at the core of our very selves, our thoughts, our feelings, our behaviors, you know, our behaviors are ultimately tied to how we view our own worthiness as human beings. And that's from psychology today. And then they, they went on to talk about uh, the theory that an individual's main priority in life is to find self-acceptance and is also, it's often found through achievements. Um, and, they, and they broke it down about different theories of self-worth model and, you know, speaking with behavior, 
uh, counselors and therapists, they always have these models, these four models, seven models, eight models, and it's, it's, it's necessary to have. But however, when I talked to my friends and, and I heard and I listened to what they were, what they were going through to a point, it made me wonder what, what happened. And as I listened, I always go back to the Genesis. I try to go back to the Genesis. And I looked at myself growing up. My parents always fed positivity into to me, my brother, uh, my brothers. My father, my mother will always tell me, you know, you're beautiful, you're kind, you're smart. All the positive reinforcements. I heard all that growing up. However, you know, going to middle school and high school and things like that, children to children, they say certain things. And, you know, the little boys that say, oh, you're ugly or, you know, this, that and the other. And then women making comments towards me, you know, about my appearance to the point I'm thinking, all right, well, this is not what I'm hearing at home. What is this? Because I know there's nothing ugly in, on, or about me. So what is it? But see, what happens is when we decide to to listen and, and to believe those lies that people may say, believe the comments, to believe the you're not worthy. You know, a couple of my friends, unfortunately, they've been a victim of abuse. And the abuser said these things to them. So they began to allow those voices to, to become their voices. And then they believed it and they live it. So it may be strange to someone on the outside looking at these professionals, these women doing amazing things in the community. However, their life's in shambles. And this guy, and they'll tell you, I don't know what you see in me, but I'm not letting go of this, this gravy train. Matter of fact, give me your car because you said you love me. Give it to me. And I'm like this. Oh, yeah, I'll give it to you when I run you over <laughs> this car. Could you be a speed bump? Oh, I didn't see you. But there's no judgment to my to my sisters because that belief to them was so real. And I commend them now because now they're trying to work through that. They identified, okay, I listened to the voices of my stepfather, my stepmother, my classmates, I listen to those voices and I believe them. So how do I start working on it? What can I do now to start working in the right direction? And the first thing is that effort, that ability. For me, self-worth starts with the way I treat myself. When I say treat myself in the morning, get up, I pray. And I thank God for the opportunity to thank him for another opportunity. I thank God for who he is in my life. I get my daughter situated for school and I head over to the track, the track or the gym. That's self love and love is discipline as well. So I discipline myself to get up when I don't want to get up and, and get my body moving. That's self worth, right? Also taking classes, staying, staying in the state of constant learning. That's self love to me, self worth. And also the way I, I carry myself, my appearance. One thing about me, unless there's a fire or emergency, you will not see me outside of a home with my hair tied up. Unless it's a bandana, I'm going to track and have a high ponytail because I'm still going to make sure I look cute. I'm going to make sure that I represent myself well. That's part of it. Also, saving money. 
Because when you save money, that may seem a, a bit small here and there, but money gives you confidence. I don't know what these folks talking about. Money's not everything. I jokingly say I'd rather cry in Aruba than in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> you know, God forbid it, I'm crying anywhere. But that gives you that confidence that those options, money gives you options. So working on those things like that, knowing who you are in your, and then also knowing your circle. Having people, your friends, and I mean friends, that's a topic for another time, a subject. But having true friends that you trust and love. And understand that you're not what you achieve, but recognizing the hard work that you put into it. Those are some things that I've used to build myself up. Making myself my priority. And doing so, that helped me with my self-worth. So a joker cannot come to me with nothing. And just because he looks like, I don't know. I don't know. For me, if if you have nothing, you look like nothing. I I don't see anything about you that I'm interested in. But however, let's just say for the sake of this podcast episode, if the guy looked like more chestnut. Well, the moment he starts talking to me and I start doing some digging and I realize, okay, this individual can't keep a job. Um, hasn't held a, a job or any sort of career. Can't take care of himself. Why would I do that to myself? Why would I think, why would I reduce myself to, to this? And someone I was speaking with had a good point in this individual. People call him cocky and, and things like that. But he gave me a true a chuckle. He said, you know, when I go on dates with certain women, the dates don't last long or the relationship. He said, because I feel like I'm just too good for them. And then, I, but I heard, I picked up what he was putting down because he says, this is what I'm bringing to the table. I'm bringing all this. I don't care about just your looks. Can you meet me halfway? Because I'm, I'm doing all this work, this internal work. As I mentioned, the working out, um, speaking with counselors, you know, going to church, worshiping God, saving money, doing everything that I can do to take care of myself. Why in the world would I allow you into my space? Because you, you look good. Looks fade. I mean, they do. I was looking at a picture of, I forgot who it was. You know, it doesn't matter. I wouldn't dare say the person's name anyway. I was looking at a picture of this actor and years ago, He was something to look at. I mean, this brother was fine. Now, I was just like, ugh. I mean, there was no respect. No. He looks like he started falling apart from the inside out 30 years ago. However, that lets you know looks aren't everything to keep a person. It's how you treat yourself. But back to to my sister's. When I listened to as much as I could listen until I couldn't, you know, I had to just stop the conversation and find something else to do. It broke my heart. Because I know there's so many men and women who are desperate for love, who are desperate to be accepted, who are desperate to be wanted. And that, and unfortunately, they will accept anything. And they don't see it as anything until they're late into that thing. Then they realize, oh, okay, oh my goodness, I have this. How do I get rid of it? And then one thing about a person with nothing to lose, they're not easy to get rid of. It's like a roach in your house. You're going to have to bomb that thing 
bomb that house out because they are not <laughs> going to try to let you go because they know they have nothing. And they're surprised that you even looked in their direction. So self-worth, fight for it. No, it is not easy and I would not dare sell that dream. I would not dare say it's easy to just just do it like a Nike um, commercial. Just do it. And, and then it'll work out. It is a moment by moment process. It's the moment you get up and just say, you know, I'm, I'm going to walk around the block today. I'm going to put this Pepsi down and drink a bottle of water for me. I'm going to put this whatever greasy thing down and eat a banana or apple. That's that builds your self-worth for yourself. You're doing this, this internal work. I'm going to take this $20 and put it up and do it every week. That's self self-worth. When I look at myself in a mirror, I'm going to see beauty in that mirror. Not what I was called, not what someone wants me to believe about myself. None of those things. I'm going to see what the, who the Lord created me to be and understand that I'm beautiful without the lashes. I am beautiful without the lip balm. I'm beautiful without the wig. I'm beautiful without the haircut. I'm beautiful without anything. In my natural state, I'm was it. That's self-worth. And you keep doing that every day. And then when you start hearing people say things about you that go against how you feel about yourself, get away from that person. Years ago, I volunteered at a uh, family shelter in Louisiana. And it was one of the only single, no, it was one of the only family shelters that kept the families together. But there were requirements. The parents were required to have the children in bed by a certain time. They were required to go to work, uh, school, the children every day, be up in the morning and help the children to homework at night. Right. And when the families first came in, they came in, they, they looked beat up and defeated. They looked like they were embarrassed. Like, how did I get here? Especially when I would see the men and like, how did I get here? They're my, they're my responsibility. But now I'm here with my hat in my hand asking for help. And that's okay. But when they went through the program, it was about two years at that time where they stayed together in this apartment on, on the campus, on site. And they the parents had to take classes, parenting classes, classes to learn how to save money. And then they set up a bank account for, for the families and the, uh, the shelter would take a percentage of their check and put it up in account. And the families hopefully put their money up in an account and there was drug testing and things like that going on for them as well. But the ones that took advantage and listened, they made it. And how did they make it? At the end of the two years, the shelter moved them into an apartment, a furnished apartment. And you saw the, the hope in their eyes, especially the men and the women and the children, the hope, the second chance, the pride. Oh, and the money that the shelter would take, they had that in a bank account. And they would 
they would give that bank account back over to the family. I think there's some stipulations they would watch over uh, with them, but that was their money. And so when that family had that money, you should have seen that pride in, in their faces of the fathers. Let me talk about the fathers. They did the work. They learned how to be a better parent. They learned how to be a better person for themselves. They took advantage of the free counseling. And now they moved out to the home, a furnished home. It was a whole new lease on life. It wasn't overnight. It wasn't, okay, I got it. Yeah, you're right. Let me just start over. No, it was a process. But when they worked through that process, that self-work journey, that self-help journey, just worked through it, you saw better human beings. And it just, it just, right now I could just see their faces. I remember just being at all, just, just being so excited for them. And I didn't tell anybody I was doing that really. I would go after work, uh, bring over items, you know, blankets and just donate and really want to donate my time to be a part of something so amazing, bigger than myself. So as I wrap this up, no matter where you are in life, it is never too late to work on you. It is never too late to say, you know what? I have breath in my body. I don't care what people say about me. They're going to talk about me regardless. And matter of fact, who are people? That should be the, the least of your words. Like when someone says anything. So what? Give them something to say. And take care of you. Be careful with you. And part of being careful with you is putting in that work to show yourself that you are worthy. You are worth it. And when you do that, you're going to be so much happier on that other end. I promise you. That is my word. I promise you because I know what it's like to step over to to that other side. If you listen to um, uh, the episode I recorded, was it last week or week before last? Ability to learn. When I tell you, when you step over to that other side and you ignore those lying voices of people, because one thing about people, some of these jokers are walking around here, walking around with a lot of audacity. <laughs> they, I don't know who gave it to them, why they think they are the ones to tell you how to feel and do with, with your life. Forget that. Start over. If it's your professional journey, work on that. If it's your mental health journey, oh, work on that. If it's your journey with your family, work on it. But number one, work on you. And see where it's going to take you and where it's going to bring you. So always know, I love you. I'm here and I'm rooting for each and every one, all of us. I'm rooting for all of us to win. So as always, live this life. For an audience of two and that's God and that is you and you're gonna be all right and as you know hit, hit your girl up um you know you hit me up on anchor send me a voice note those of you that do thank you so much uh, my email is brothers echo radio one word brothers echo radio at gmail.com or head over to my app send me a note send me a voice note and I would love to hear from you. And again, those of you that leave notes on my Facebook for some reason so I can figure out what's going on, I have a difficult time responding back. So um, just know that I appreciate you. Thank you all for tuning in. And I certainly do care and I love you. Take care. Bye.